Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to, yep, you guessed it right. This is me, Dr. P. This is the Dr. Pat Show, the home of crust busting. Wow, we have a fabulous show and it just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better. That's because, guess what we've got on this show, Mr. Benny? Ooh, I can only hope. Positive energy. Yeah, my favorite kind. <laughs> and a very special guest today. I mean, I know that uh, we talk about positive energy a lot on this show and, and express it, but not quite in the way that my guest, Dr. Judith Orloff, does in her book, Positive Energy. And for those of you that are just tuning in, I know you're driving around and you're running out to your car because this is where you take your lunch hour so you can listen to the show. I so love that. Now my listeners are even telling me what they have for lunch uh, during the day, which Cupcakes is really great. And Twinkies. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I want to say that this is a fabulous show and we're going to be opening up the phone lines because this is a show about you. It's about creating the life that you want. It's it's about creating an environment where you're surrounded by positive energy and also learning what to do when you're not. So for those of you that are tuning in, you're going to want to do a couple of things today and, and I'll give you the website in a minute. But you're probably going to want to have a notepad so that you could take some notes. Now, Dr. Orloff has this fabulous book. She is Assistant Clinical Professor of Psychiatry at UCLA, author of best-selling book, Positive Energy, 10 Extraordinary Prescriptions for Transforming Fatigue, Stress, and Fear. Did you get that? fatigue, stress, and fear into vibrance, strength, and love. And we're going to be giving out some uh, some copies of the book today. Now, for those of you that know about Dr. Orloff's work, you know how fabulous she is, and you know that she has taken her powerful message out into the world. She is a pioneer in the field of, of medicine and energy psychiatry. She lectures and presents all over the world. She has an upcoming workshop, which we'll tell you about. She has an 18-year private practice in L.A. She has, uh, you know, had people work with her, Pamela Anderson, uh, Alanis Morissette, Jamie Lee Curtis, Naomi Judd, Quincy Jones, so forth and so on. She's been on numerous television shows and, you know, has been in O Magazine, Self, Glamour, USA Today, CNN, PBS, all of those things, and is here to tell us how we can get rid of those energy vampires. Well, thank you for joining the show today. Thank you, Dr. Orloff. Oh, you're very welcome. Well, you're kind of busy, aren't you? Uh, yes, I'm actually on the book tour for Positive Energy. I'm going to be in Seattle um, next week, next Friday, but um, I've been very, very busy, so I've been putting into effect everything I write about in the book to keep my own energy high. What was your inspiration, motivation for writing this book? I mean, after you know years of doing the work that you do, here comes this book, Positive Energy. Well, I wrote Positive Energy because there's an epidemic of exhaustion in our world and so many people come to me exhausted tired depressed burnout not with the quality of energy that they really want and unfortunately years go by with people feeling that way and so i wanted to write a book that shows many many ways to build your energy so you don't have to lead a life where you're always tired and so many people tolerate tiredness as a chronic state and just accept it and what I'm saying in the book is, no, don't do that. That here are some strategies to build physical, emotional, sexual, spiritual energy, and also to fight the energy vampires, the drainers in your life. So if you have a strategy for all this, your energy can't help but go up. Well, and, and I want to just talk a little bit about the book for, for those of you that are not familiar with it. There are many, many stories in the book. They're fabulous stories. For example, there's an interview with Quincy Jones on intuition, Quincy Jones on intuition. But, but also in the book, there are uh, opportunities for you to practice and actions for you to take that will eliminate, uh, you, you know, or diffuse anger and uh, things like uh, stress and really open up the door so that you can live life full out. And again, the book is Positive Energy. Uh, so let's talk about, you, you know, the, this epidemic, this, this thing that's going on. I mean, it's, it's almost as if it's just right here in front of our faces right now. And yet I get the sense it's almost like the story of the frog. You know, if you take a frog and you throw it in boiling water, it's going to try to hop out. But if you put the frog in cold water and you slowly turn up the heat, 
it, it kind of gets used to it. Is that's what's it, what's happening with us? Are, are we just kind of getting used to you know being in this go 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 mode and being around people that just don't serve us? And and then maybe did a switch just get flipped or something? I think so. I think people just get used to being pummeled all the time by negative energy, and they feel beaten down and don't remember what it's like to feel the vibrance that they deserve. And what I also think is happening is that, you know, what I talk about in the book is an energy type of person called an intuitive empath. And these people, and there are lots of us out there, I am one, where we're, we've been labeled as, quote, overly sensitive. And we tend to absorb the negative energy of the world and take it on in our bodies like an energy sponge. And I think with all the violence and suffering in the world being cranked up and our awareness of it being heightened, many of the intuitive empaths are being demolished and exhausted because, number one, they don't know they're an intuitive empath, and number two, they don't know what to do about it. And so in the book, I wanted to offer solutions that definitely have worked for me and my patients to be able to be sensitive in, in such a high-intensity world but also be able to protect your energy so you're not wiped out by it. So let's talk about some of the, the protection. Uh, you know, we, I've, I've been using the term energy vampires and sort of, you know, um, uh, talking about this upcoming show, the show today. Tell us a little bit about en energy vampires. Well, Chapter 9 is totally devoted to energy vampires, and these are the people that suck us dry. And to, when you're around an energy vampire, you have to trust your intuition. Your intuition will tell you how your body is responding to certain people. It will tell you if your energy is going up around people, and it will tell you if your energy is being drained around others. And so your intuition, when you're around a, a drainer or an energy vampire, your intuition will tell you that you feel like taking a nap all of a sudden, or you feel tired or queasy or like you're getting the flu. Um, where you feel literally sick or tired around a certain person. But I know from my patients that a lot of them don't trust it because they try and talk themselves out of their intuition. So it's really important when you're embarking upon um, the book and the strategies to, number one, begin to trust your intuitions about how you energetically interrelate with people. Because if your mind tries to talk yourself out of it, then you could end up getting married to an energy vampire because they look so good on paper. And you don't want that. You pay a terrible price for that. <laughs> so um, the energy vampires are, are many types that I go through in the book, and it's important to be able to recognize which are the main types in your life so that you can do something about them. Do we get a sense, and this is what I want to ask you, don't we know when we're getting the life sucked out of us, though? I mean, don't, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, we, have a, don't we feel that? Yeah, most people know, but, you know, what a lot of my patients do is they talk themselves out of it. They think, oh, this person is so attractive and so smart and so funny, and why? I don't have any right to be tired around them. It doesn't make any sense. It's me. They turn it against themselves. And so the, what I want to communicate to everybody is that it's not you. It's, I mean, it is you in that you're having a valid intuition, but don't convince yourself otherwise because then you're talking yourself out of something your body knows. So yes, you can feel it, but you've got to recognize the source and realize that you're not being neurotic. It's not you. It's your intuition giving you potent information to act on. Have you always known that you were going to be on the path that you're on? I mean, we're talking about intuition, and we're talking about this book that you've written, Positive Energy, and what a blessing this is to have this kind of information out into the world so that everyone, you know, can go out and get a copy of this or come to the workshop. But for you, you know, you, how did you come from, you know, this person uh, in your life where you've been to now touring the world? Who are some of the people that influenced you most in your journey? Well, I think it started with my parents because my parents were both doctors and I have 25 doctors in my family. And I was a little girl who would have premonitions about things and I always was extremely sensitive. My, neuro my neurological system is wired very sensitively so I can feel things that must be like an animal, you know, or like a dog. Uh -huh. Just always have been able to feel things and to know things about people. And my parents 
who were linear scientists squashed my intuition and they didn't allow me to talk about it at home because it scared them. And so, you know, I grew up believing there was something wrong with me and that I was overly sensitive and why did I walk into shopping malls and feel exhausted when everybody else was having fun? I didn't realize that when you walk into a crowded place and you're an intuitive empath, you get bowled over by the intensity of all the energy fields of people in a crowded place. You see, but I didn't have any of that knowledge. So as a child, I grew up believing there was something wrong with me. And so my parents um, really helped me in so many ways. I mean, they loved me. I was their only child, but they didn't understand intuition. And so because of their not understanding, I was forced to fight for it in myself and believe in intuition and believe in the subtle energetic world more than anything. And that's what really catapulted me into my uh, my calling to become a psychiatrist and intuitive. Uh, and also I had other people along the way, uh, Dr. Thelma Moss at UCLA, who ran a parapsychology uh, institute for a while, was one of my first mentors and taught me how to do intuitive readings. And uh, then Stephen Schwartz, who ran a group called the Mobius Group, hired me as a uh, remote viewer, which is a form of intuitive reading. And I learned to hone my abilities over many years of working with police departments and finding missing people. And then I, I finally you know, gained the confidence to bring my sensitivity about intuition and energy into my clinical practice with patients. And then I started to develop the courage to begin to write down what I do. And it took a lot of courage because I had fear about what my peers would think coming out as a psychiatrist and an intuitive talking about unseen energy fields. And so I began writing my books, and I began with Second Sight, the story about my autobiography and my struggles mm. to come to terms with intuition as a child and then going on to become a physician. And then my second book, Guide to Intuitive Healing, which I wrote to describe five steps to developing intuition. And then Positive Energy is the trilogy, the third of a trilogy, and this honors the, the energy realm and how intuition can help us access energies to maximize our health and well-being. You know, it's really interesting. I always love how, you know, what spirit does, how spirit shows up. I, I had a situation the other day. It was really interesting because I was, I was reading your book again and I was getting ready to talk with you. And I was standing next to someone who had misplaced a parking ticket. You know how you take a parking ticket from the parking lot and you stick it in your pocket. Uh-huh. And he had this, and we were with a bunch of other people, a couple of other people. And so, you know, he pulled out all of his money and he said, he said something like, I don't know what I did with that parking lot ticket, you know, and he, he couldn't find it and he went through all his money put his hand back in his pocket and he looked at me and he said what did i do with my parking ticket i said it's in between the 20 and the five <laughs> i could not believe this is why this is what reading your book is doing i could not believe i said that to him and then i just went to this place of own oh, what did i just say and he went back in his pocket and he pulled it out and the parking ticket was between the 20 and the five and I was, I was blown away, but the look that I got from the people around me was more telling. And I went to this place of, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Uh-huh, exactly. So, right. Exactly. Right. So all of the people that are listening to the show, and I know my listeners, they are the best anywhere, have had moments like that. How do you get past those moments? How do you get past the, the knowing that you see and you feel and you, you are plugged in to places that other people are not? Well, it's been a, a long process for me. I used to be really scared of my intuitions, and so I squashed them, and I didn't want to express them. But part of me becoming whole is accepting that my in, the intuitive part, which is a huge ocean within me, and it's a huge ocean within everybody, uh, a power source. And so being able to accept that part of myself along with the analytic and getting used to the idea that we can tune in intuitively all the time if we just practice it. And that's what the book is all about is, you know, I'm so glad it sparked your intuition because what happens is that you begin reading about it or perhaps someone will be listening to the show and then suddenly, you know, you'll get an intuition about something and I hope you trust it. But at this point in my life, you know, I use intuition and energy in my work as a psychiatrist and you know, giving workshops in my life impeccably. And so it, it's become just something that is very natural to me. I don't see it as um, 
anything unusual, although it's quite exciting, you know, when, when you can, you know, find the, the parking tickets <laughs> and the two bills. Or, you know, I'm always excited by things that happen. I never i am bored by it. It's very exciting to me, but it's just extremely natural at this point in my development. So I don't see it as anything, you know, unusual in that respect. So I'm much more used to it, but it, it took me years in the beginning uh, when I was um, embracing my intuition to get used to it and to get used to the idea that people don't tell us in Western culture that we can do these things and that it's just part of being human and anybody who wants to develop intuition to help, you know, tune in, tune themselves into the world, into their own energy can start right now, even if you've never had an intuitive flash in your life that you could recall, you could start right now. And that's why in the first chapter of the book, I wanted to teach people how to use intuition to sense positive and negative energy around people. That's a basic living skill. And it's a skill that I think parents should teach children. Now, how do you sense energy around people? What do you trust? What does it feel like? And so I just go very slowly and break it down so everybody will get this. Uh, Once you begin to practice how to sense the positive and negative around people, you could make much better decisions about who you move towards in your life. Well, and I want to say that about the book. For those of you that are just tuning in, um, I'm here with uh, Dr. Judith Orloff, and what the book we're referring to is uh, Positive Energy, 10 Extraordinary Prescriptions for Transforming Fatigue, Stress, and Fear into Vibrance, Strength, and Love. And the format of the book is wonderful. Each chapter has a separate special message. And the message is presented by these fabulous stories, these interviews that you did, Judith, with people like Quincy Jones and Naomi Judd and uh, Rosa Parks. I mean, this is wonderful in a way that you you not only give us the principles, but there is this very touching, very uh, connecting story that really lays out how this unfolds in our lives. Right. It was a great joy for me to do the interviews of the book. It actually put the book back about a year because it took so long for me to get the interviews. <laughs> right. But it was worth it. I mean, whenever I write a book, I always just do what my intuition tells me to do in terms of timing and so forth. But I've got to interview people like Quincy Jones and Rosa Parks and um, Jamie Lee Curtis and Naomi Judd. And, you know, I w- it's been such an honor because I wanted to do that to learn their secrets about how they deal with energy. Because many public people have a lot of challenges in dealing with energy because they're picked apart on every level. And so, you know, one thing across the board that all the people I interviewed said was they have to honor their energy. If not, it's going to be eaten up by people. And and they're models for us. And, you know, certainly in the end, Rosa Parks talks about uh, the power of love and the energy of love. What more important energy is there than that? I mean, that's the essence of positive energy. And, you know, she's able to talk about the importance of it in her own life. Uh, And so people with diverse backgrounds talk about um, energy and how important it is and intuition, how important it is. And I I think that's important to see that it's not woo-woo. It's not, you know, a fringe phenomena. It's something inherently human and so much a part of our nature. And unfortunately, Western culture and Western medicine doesn't honor this. And it doesn't, does it? But you know what? There's sort of this, this, you know, this swelling up of interest from people all over the planet now plugging in. I mean, shows like this, the work that you're doing, the upcoming uh, uh, conference here, all of this is being visited by people from just about every place. I mean, I, I even my 80s, 88 year old uncle is talking to me about energy. Out of nowhere, the conversation came out of energy. And he reads my newsletter, so he he knew you were going to be on the show today. So, so, you know, what I'd like to do is we have so much to talk about. We want to talk about the different types of energy vampires, especially, you know, for those of us that really are around many people. And you don't have to be around many people. You know, I've, I've had just one or two here and there that would, you know, set me off. So what I'd like to do is something very special today. You know, this is a great show. This show is for you all. And you know that I've said that to you. Love you. Each and every one of you listens. You are absolutely 
absolutely fabulous. And so I wanted to provide you with an opportunity to connect directly with Dr. Orloff and, and to plug in to creating the kind of life that you want. So what we're going to do is we're going to open up the phone lines now. And uh, I think we have a couple of books to give away to the, well, let's just do it. The first three callers that call in and come on the air with your questions and comments, we've got a book for you. Let's give out that number, Benny, and we'll take a short break. And when we come back, we'll be talking again about how to, uh, you know, look at these positive energy strategies and what you can do to really just, you know, throw that garlic up in front of those vampires. Let's give out the number, 425-373-5527, or... Careful now, I might bite you. one 298 Toll free west of these old cascades over here, one 298 And I'm plugged in, so you can send that email to live at crustbusting.com. When we come back, we'll tell you about the upcoming conference and how you can get some tickets and go get rid of some of these vampires and plug in to the positive energy that's already yours. I'm Dr. Pat. Producer Benny. All right, we'll be right back. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. songs last night either. You, oh, oh I know. man. Ozzy's was awesome with Playdate Seattle. Awesome. I had a great time. I know you did. I could feel your energy. So could Judith. <laughs> well, listen, you all. Uh, your phones are off the hook because, yes, this show is for you. And what I want to say before we go to the phones is well, I'm here with Dr. Judith Orloff. We're talking about positive energy, which is her new book. Judith, let's please let's mention the upcoming events that you're doing. I, uh, you're doing so, the, the work you're doing is fabulous. So let's just talk a little bit about the one that you're doing on the 28th, 29th here. It's the 28th and 29th in Seattle, uh, giving a workshop on the power of intuition and positive energy to heal. And it's um, on how to build your positive energy and fight energy vampires and deal with your sensitivity if you feel demolished by the world and feel um, like you're an energy sponge. And so um, it'll be a two-day workshop, Friday uh, evening and Saturday day. And for more information, you can go to my website, which is drjudithorloff.com, or you can go to theconferenceworks.com, which is uh, the uh, uh, conference works are putting it on. And there's also an 800 number, which is on my website. Okay, now let's talk about the other uh, the other workshop that you're going to be doing because I, I just I'm so blown away. Yes, there's another very special workshop I'm giving next year in Los Angeles. It's a, an intuitive healing course for healthcare professionals, March 2nd through 5th. And it's um, a course for people in the service professions, massage therapists, doctors, psychologists, social workers, MFCs, on intuitive healing and how to use intuition and subtle energy and spirituality in patient care. It's a four-day intensive course. and. Um, there's a lot going on in that course. And it's one of my favorite things. I give it once a year. I feel that healthcare professionals need to have this training. And we offer CMEs uh, the credits for the course. So you know, I invite anyone who's interested to go to my website, drjudithorloff.com, and there's a description of the course there. And um, so I just invite all the 
healthcare professionals in the Seattle area to attend. We're going to make sure that folks know about this in an ongoing basis. I will talk to uh, the folks on your end of it so we can get some um, uh, some words to put together a, a, an advertisement so that folks know about it. I think it's so important, and the fact that you're doing it for healthcare professionals uh, allows each and every person to really tap into this. And thank you so much for honoring people and you know the place that they are at and in their own journey to honor their intuition and their healing powers. Thank you, Judith. Let's go to the phones right now, Benny. Sounds good. We're going to go uh, to line three where we have Carol waiting for us. Hey, Carol. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Got a question for us? Well, I was just calling because, and you basically touched on a little bit about um, spouses or family members. And I, I married into a family that is very controlling and, and dominating and, and um, very outspoken. And I find that it can be a little overwhelming and and zap me from energy, as you have basically touched on a little bit. Well, that's a type of energy vampire, the, the controller or dominator. And so it's very important to be able to set limits with this person and speak up. As if you don't, they're just going to run all over you. And you've got to do it consistently and over and over again. Um, and you've got to do it. The key is in the delivery because it sounds like this person can be very intimidating. And they usually are relentless. So they, they keep up their own controlling and domination. So you need to you know, be able to deliver it, the, the limit setting, in such a way where you're firm but kind and not blaming. And you have to do it over and over again mm -hmm. in order to modify their behavior. Mm -hmm. It's important to speak up. You know, it's what you just said is so important. It is in the delivery because a lot of times, uh, it, you know, at least in the early years of my life, if I would be surrounded by that kind of energy, my response would be back with that kind of energy. But I'm a long way. I'm a, I'm far away from that point. You know what I'm saying? I've kind of grown a lot. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's, you have to learn it, though, don't you? I mean, you know, when somebody's all up in your face or when things are happening that, you know, cross a boundary, it's hard to really gain the composure to be firm, right, and it kind. Is. And, you know, it's so important that to be able to tune into your own energy, your own positive energy before you deal with any of these people and come from this place of belief in yourself and strength and not to be intimidated by anybody, anybody i don't care how controlling or how blaming or whatever type of energy vampire you're dealing with you've got to tell yourself you can handle it and you have the right to handle it and then go forward to do what needs to be done to better that relationship okay that's great did you do you have another question uh, no, I think that really helps. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, because I know what that's like. Thank you so much for bringing that out. Sure. And, uh, yeah, uh, check out the website. And you, if you stay on hold, we'll get your address and make sure you get a copy of the book. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay, I want to say that we've got a few lines open here, Mr. Benny. Sounds good. Yes, do we, we, do. Do, we do. Okay, good. Our listeners always like to know that because they don't like to call in and get the busy signals, but we're we're right on top they of this. They want to get right. They want to get through. right on. Four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven. Four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven or one. <laughs> Triple eight two nine eight fifty five sixty nine one triple eight two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. I'm plugged in live at crestbusting.com. Okay, let's go to the phones. All right, we'll bring on Linda. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Um, it's it's wonderful to talk to you both, and I um, have been very touched and by um, some of Judith's work that I've been able to um, have the privilege to read. So I wanted to thank you for that. This is almost like a theme thing because my question reminds me a little bit of the last question in that, um, and I thought it was related, um, distantly related to the vampire situation, and I was in a class situation where I don't have anything, um, I feel love for the classmates, I don't have anything against anyone, I even pick out things I admire about each of them, but in situations where we work together, there's a small number, a couple that I feel are having reactions to me where I don't think they got anything from me to be feeling the way they did or to be acting towards me the way they did. Um, and so that situation's been kind of strange. And for, for whatever reason, my feelings were to just remain calm and treat them like I treated anybody. And 
but it's just still a bizarre and strange situation where they're coming up with things that seem to be inside of them and then having this story and then sort of going with that and it's, it's very strange and I just wanted you to comment on that as well. These are classmates? Um, yes. And are they draining you in some way? I don't feel like it. There's yeah. a little bit of thought like, hmm, there's a little bit of this um, wonder about it, a curiosity about it, but um, I don't one of them, I felt a little more strength in it, and I did feel there was quite a bit of um, something I could feel when we had to work together. And they're that, developing stories about you, you said? Um, I'm wondering if that's what they're instantaneously doing in order to feel that way when I'm not feel feeling that way towards them. Yeah, how do they feel towards you? Um... One person uh, doesn't answer readily, doesn't say much, doesn't make eye contact, won't vary at the beginning. And if I kind of remain um, the same with him or as I would with anybody else, then gradually he comes out of that. But at the beginning, there's like a resistance or there's like not answering as readily as, as you know, if there's a, a question or just everyday everyday kind of talk. Well, I think it's important, whoever you're dealing with, is to come from a centered place and come from your heart and, you know, be able to exude that kind of energy. And I think it will make people feel more comfortable. You can't control what they're thinking mm -hmm. or doing, but you could control your actions around them. My, I didn't hear that part. You can't control what they're thinking or doing, but you can control your actions around them and the energy that you transmit around them. Okay. And I think it's important that you don't get too caught up in what they're doing and be more focused in in what energy you're giving off with them. What and energy I'm giving? Give it your best. And if they're, yeah. you know, not if they're misunderstanding you or if they're not treating you in the way that you would like, sometimes you need to set the limits or to clarify with them. But don't don't worry so much about them and focus mm -hmm. more on yourself and mm -hmm. and clarify any communications that come up if, if they're problematic, if they're mm -hmm. not accurately seeing who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. really, so it's our job to pay attention to what we're also uh, generating. Is that, you know, that's what you're saying, Judith, as well, right? Well, it's important. I mean, one thing that I've learned, you know, traveling around and, and speaking is that I can get up in front of a group and, you know, one person will see me as an angel, one person will see me as a devil, some, one person will see me as in between. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot of it is projection. Oh. You know, I'm neither. I'm a human being and that's about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, people do project onto you. Uh, so you've got to just be careful of that and correct any of the projections and um, not get too caught up in what other people are thinking about you, but, but most importantly, move towards people who you feel like-minded and mm. feel who feed you and nurture you and understand you. You know, put more of your energy towards that. Yes. That's yeah. a good thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Welcome. Thank you. Thank bye -bye. you. Have a great day. Thank you. You do the same. Bye-bye. Wow. You know, it's really interesting about how we learn to put ourselves around, you know, people that uh, really, f f you know, feed our soul and uh, our souls and and at the same time i know that i've not always done that and you're absolutely right at projections i mean there are people that you know see us one way or the other it's hard judith it's hard sometimes not you know getting some of that on you well you're always going to get all of that on you um so you just need to correct it and just be patient with yourself and with others and but the most important thing you know that i'm talking about is to connect with yourself and be aware of who you are. The more self-awareness you have and the more compassion you have for yourself, the more you can see what's a projection from another person and what isn't. Mm -hmm. So you know who you are. It's important to know who you are. So when somebody says something to, to you, you can know if it's accurate or if it's not accurate. Very important to get in touch with your own energy and, and know what, what it is that you do give off. That's, you know, thank you for saying that. Uh, and uh, I'll talk a little bit about it, but I don't want to, I don't want to keep our callers waiting. So let's go right to the phones. Benny, who do we have? Well, we have Ann waiting for us, but before we go to Ann, Linda, call me back. I need your information so we can get you that book. All right. Come on, Linda. Linda, call me back. There we go. All right. Or she was so excited to get rid of Or you can send an email to live at crustbusting.com. Either way, Benny just wants to talk to you. All right.
right, here we go to the phones. Who do we have? We have Ann. Hi, Ann. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Great. How about you? I'm good. Well, I, you know, I, I, you lo- I love listening to your show. I, I, I like listening, you know, holding, being on hold and listening to the last caller because, you know, you had some great comments about getting into myself, you know, which is, is part of what I, my, my question is when I have a client um, that is an v- energy vampire. Right, right. You know, um, and, and for the most part, I, I think I'm, you know, I'm attracting people who I, I really connect with who are, who are awesome, who, who I give up energy to, and they actually feed me. It's, it's a wonderful relationship. But there's the occasional one where, you know, they're just draining and, um, and, and, and I've even tried to get them to go other places and made suggestions, and they just keep coming back to me. I'm thinking, okay, well, I must be offering them something, but, you know. So Any insights? All right. What do you do about that? Well, you know, anybody who's in healthcare and in the service professions knows the experience you're talking about because occasionally you will have energy vampires that come in, and you can't have too many of them in your practice because it will make it not very much fun. But the way I work with energy vampires, if I sense that a patient is one, then that's diagnostic information for me because if I'm feeling that way, most likely the people in their life are feeling that way too. And so I try and help the person identify the draining behaviors so they can take a look at it and change. If they do not want to change, then that's something very different. You have to make a decision whether or not to continue on in psychotherapy if they're, or whatever, I don't know what capacity you're working with them in, but to see if it's, they're appropriate at all for, uh-huh. you know, continuing. Because if they're not willing to look at some of this, then it's not helpful to continue. I wouldn't just continue and have them drain you if you're not moving forward in helping them towards more awareness. Yeah, so do you have a choice about the client, about your clients, Anne? Um, well, I don't know. Do we all, I guess, have ultimately a, a, a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I say, I have actually, in this particular case, suggested going places. <laughs> <laughs> they like you. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they like you, but, you know, there has to come a point, you know, with... You know, when you're working with somebody to see if you're moving forward in therapy. And yeah. it's not helpful to continue with somebody if they're not. You know, and they're... so it's, it's, you know, important to be able to be able to end uh, a therapeutic relationship if it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not helpful to the person to continue. If you're getting drained and the other person isn't wanting to look at those behaviors or move forward. There's a very interesting dynamic that we're talking about, Judith, and, and I'm glad Ann brought it up. And it's, it's, I just I ran into it myself, you know, with a potential sponsor where you actually say to someone, you know, I don't think I'm a really good match for you. And yes. then they want to pay you three times as much <laughs> as the original contract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you keep saying, you know what? It's not about you and it's not about me. And it, it, isn't that an interesting dynamic? It is, and I think that's where intuition comes into play. You know, how do you make choices? I mean, do you now accept this sponsor um, and who's going to probably make your life miserable for more money? (laughs) No, I didn't. No, I know. I didn't because you know I, I'm I'm learning this, and I think Anne, you're 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 perfect because you're learning it too. I, I mean, if you're so used to attracting folks that don't really serve you, va- energy vampires, regardless of where they come from, once you figure out that you you have the power not to have them around you, and you get a taste of that, then you get to say no, even if it's two, three times more money than you ever expected. Because you're absolutely right, Judith. The amount of time and energy that goes in to being around folks like that you know there probably isn't a dollar amount for me right now in my life there isn't a dollar amount you could pay me for that it does suck the life out of you it does and you we only have so much time here on earth and you have to make a decision how do you want to spend your energy energy is a precious commodity and uh, without it life is not you know very very uh, fulfilling and so you need to protect it whenever you can and I think it's a very courageous decision to be able to say no you know, I'm not going to take on the sponsor because it's going to be unhealthy for me there and we then go move, and then set out to attract sponsors or clients or people in your life who will be healthier and 
be more of support and more of a positive energy influence in your life. All right, Ann, we can do this. Thank you very much <laughs> for your insights. I, I appreciate it, and it and it is probably um, you know a personal thing where I have to go. I, money isn't important, and, you know, um, that's very good. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. If you want to stay on hold, I think Benny uh, wants to uh, get some information from you. She already got it, so you she's got good to go. Oh, he's so good. He's so efficient. I know. He's okay. great. Thank you, Ann. Well, Judith, thank you so much. Uh, for those of you that uh, have a question, we can still take maybe one or two calls, but let's go through and let's just, you know, talk about, uh, and again, let me just say for those of you that tune in, I, and, and I have listeners that tune in at the half hour because that's when they go out to their car and have the lunch. Positive Energy is the book. Ten Extraordinary Prescriptions for Transforming Fatigue, Stress, and Fear into Vibrant Strength and Love. Dr. Judith Orloff. And uh, let's give out that information again, Judith, about the uh, upcoming event, the upcoming weekend. Yes, I'm giving a, a uh, conference in Seattle, October 28th and 29th. And everyone is invited. It's on the power of intuition and positive energy to heal. And you can get more information on my website, which is drjudithorloff.com. Or you can go onto the um, ConferenceWorks website, theconferenceworks.com, and enroll. Mm -hmm. And there's also an 800 number that you can call that is on my website, 395-8445, extension 154. 800-395-8445, extension 154. And their place is still open in this uh, workshop is the 28th and 29th in Seattle. Yes. I look forward to seeing everybody there. Yeah, it's going to be at the Doubletree. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be very powerful, actually. And you get to meet Judith uh, in person, which is just delightful. Okay, Benny, I know we've got another caller. Let's do it. We're going to welcome Connie to the show. Hi, Connie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pat. Hi, Dr. Orloff. Hello, Connie. I love your books. I'm really grateful for your work. Oh, thank you very much, Connie. Looking forward to the conference next weekend. I have a question about working with people who are on antidepressants. Yeah. I have difficulty reading energy for people that are on antidepressants. Why is that? You have difficulty working with people on antidepressants? Yeah, their energy. I can't read the energy. Can't read the energy. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Um, it doesn't matter what a person is taking in their body, they still go, give up potent energy fields. And so it's important to connect with their heart. Mm. So before you go in, I would do, to treat somebody who's on antidepressants, I would take a few deep breaths, center yourself, and really begin to feel your own heart in meditation. And then when a person comes in, you try and connect with their heart energy. The antidepressant doesn't muffle that at all the heart energy is still there you want to connect with the vital essence and when somebody is on any kind of medication you help them work with it in their system so that it can harmonize in their system and so i i think you need to just reorient yourself in terms of connecting with their heart because there's nothing that is stopping you in terms of um energy but you might also want to look at your belief systems in your mind about when someone is on an antidepressant, what you think is going on with them. That's important. Well, sometimes I don't even know beforehand that they're on antidepressants, but I get like this block. Right, but there's a, a, a shift in energy whenever somebody takes any medication, whether uh, it's chemotherapy mm. or antidepressants. Mm. But it's important to be able to sense beyond that shift okay. and feel the essence. It doesn't antidepressants don't block the energy field. Mm. It's just it, so it's perhaps a little bit different than what you're used to tuning into with people. Okay. Wow, that's a really good point. Boy, that was very helpful. That is a fabulous question and comment uh, about that. And, and, and really, to know that doesn't matter what the medication is, there is an energy field. And uh, I guess the, then, you know, it's for us to really learn how to shift with that field, Judith. Is that what you're saying? Come from the heart and really, you know, sense where an individual is given. doesn't matter whether to take a uh, medication or not. No, no, it's the spirit inside yep. you want to connect with. There Most it is. Most importantly, and just mm. because somebody's on a medication doesn't take away from their spirit. It does change their physical energy a little bit. It okay. can, but it can be very helpful also for many people. So I would keep an open mind. Whenever I work with somebody, I always 
you know, say, is this helpful for the person? And if they need to be on a medication for a while, I work with them. And I teach them to tune into their intuition and their energy while they're on the medication. So oh, that's hopefully great. they'll be able to taper off at some point. That's great. Thank you so much for coming. So you're going to the workshop? Yes, I am. Isn't that fun and exciting? Yeah. No good. I'll see you there. And it's going to be absolutely powerful. I mean, this is a workshop that we don't get to really tap into very much, very often. And, you know, I think we're so blessed to have Judith come into our area to do this. So really enjoy yourself. And thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Okay, have a great day. Uh, and the workshop we're talking about is the power of intuition and positive energy to heal. And it's October 28th, 29th, and it's uh, going to be in Seattle. It's at the Doubletree, I believe, uh, at, in Bellevue. Uh, the number, let me give it out again, 1-800-395-8445, 1-800-395-8445. That's extension 154. And you can always go to uh, Judith's site, which is www.drjudithorloff.com. And uh, we, there are so many things... There's so many things on this website. You get to look at, uh, you can even ask uh, Dr. Orloff a question, which is really great. Now, Judith, um, let's, let's just talk a little bit as, as the show is uh, kind of coming to an end here. Thank you all for calling in. Thank you. Great uh, questions. They're great. Aren't they, didn't I tell you they were like the best? They're great oh, questions. The folks are just amazing. And I so love their courage. And I so love how they, you know, really step out and inspire other people. Every question that gets asked on the show is an invitation for the other listeners to really tap into their own sense of awareness. So let's, you know, let's talk about this, you know, in the process of uh, learning about ourselves and the energy vampires. I mean, the book talks about uh, six of them. And, you know, for those of you you that want to know about the book, you can get the book anywhere. You really can. Uh, it's Positive Energy, Dr. Judith Orloff. So, you know, there are so many of these. There's the, the Sob Sister, the Drama Queen, the Constant Talker or Joker, the Fixer Upper, the Blamer, and then there's the Go for the Jugular Fiend. In so these are all types of energy vampires in Chapter 9, and I know that some people just go to that chapter in the book first. And they read that first. <laughs> I know that. I know, but please read the stories because they're very, very touching uh, stories. So let's, can you, there's a couple minutes left here. Can you give folks a couple of strategies that they might be able to use? For energy vampires? Yeah. Uh, well, number one, remember to breathe. Because oh. people tend to hold their breath around energy vampires, and that keeps the negative energy in. So once you're around the drainer, don't panic, but just begin to breathe because that begins to um, cycle the negative energy out of your body. The breath is a natural purifier. And so you remember to breathe. And also one thing you could do is jump into a, a shower or a tub of hot water because water is a purifier. And you could begin to get those negative vibes off of your system. And that's a very quick way. And it's a way that I use when I'm traveling because I tend to pick up a lot of negative energy when I'm traveling. And so I always go right to my hotel room and get in the bathtub. And it really helps enormously. It's a, it's a purifier. Water is a sacred substance. We just don't uh, really appreciate it enough. And then also uh, techniques of setting limits and boundaries with energy vampires. There's a visualization technique I talk about in the book uh, where you visualize a protective barrier of white or pink light all around your body. If you're stuck somewhere with a vampire, like at the family dinner table, um, so that you can protect your energy field from the negative energy of the words that are coming from the vampire, for instance, blaming or criticizing. Um, so you, you can hear the words when you do this visualization technique, but you don't take it on take on the energy viscerally you don't want to take the energy on in your body because that's when you begin to suffer from it so those are just a few techniques to use and there are many more there are many more and uh for those of you again drjudithorloff.com uh, and I know uh, Judith that this has been uh, uh, a, you know a fabulous interview and I want to thank you so much my last question and I know you have to run my last question is how do you want to be remembered Oh, <laughs> that's a sweet question. Uh, I'll be very happy if I can be remembered as a messenger of love. 
that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what? You absolutely are. I know for sure that's how I re will remember you. Thank well, you thank all. You. Thank you so much for. Uh, uh, welcome to Seattle. Well, you know, we'll I look see forward you. to coming next weekend. Oh, you! I will. love Seattle. Isn't it great? Oh, I just I feel free in Seattle. That is the thought for the day. Free in <laughs> Seattle with a lot of love from Thank Dr. You. Judith Orloff. Thank you so much. Look forward to having you here. Have a great day. Thank you, Pat. All right. Wow. Great show. I, you know, it, it's, it, I got another email from, from one of our listeners. It's the same email. I think it's the same person. Hey, that's great. <laughs> the email goes, there's one thing I hate about your show. It's only an hour. I know. Isn't that interesting? And it's on my lunch break. It, it's on my lunch break. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could you please be on in another time? Can yeah. You, it's really great. So, you know, thank you all for listening. And Dr. Judith Orloff uh, is just fabulous and been doing this work for a long time. She is an absolutely, she is a pioneer in the field, a pioneer in the field. And we are very, very, um, you know, uh, grateful that she is bringing her message to Seattle. And that is drjudithorloff.com. And, uh, and as I mentioned before, you'll be hearing us talk more about the upcoming event that she's having in California uh, for people, uh, practitioners uh, in, in the healing arts and the healing field. And so we'll let you know more about that because that workshop, that intensive, that only happens once a year. That's a once a year event. And I'm thrilled she's continuing to do that. So, uh, and thank you all for calling. We've gotten the uh, your addresses. We're going to get you a copy of the book and make sure that you check out the website and the um, the powerful messages that she's uh, uh, that she's bringing across the airwaves and many other places. The, the stories in the book are very touching. We didn't really talk about them and I just mentioned them. The stories are touching. I mean, the last chapter in the book is uh, is, a, is a story and an interview with Rosa Parks and uh, in you don't want to miss that. I, I know, like many of us, go to the vampire section, but once you sit down and read the rest of the book, you have a clear sense of what an, what this is to bring positive energy into your world and what happens when you have it sucked out of you. And so, for today, the message is, let the flow of energy be all around you. Let your light shine bright, bright, bright. Plug in to your source the power of your greatness and live life full out we'll be back tomorrow with stephanie Dorham. we also have a booth at the body mind spirit expo this weekend come by saturday booth 123 gano coffee sample stephanie will be having a we'll have a board game we'll be doing that ava's gonna stop by play some music we've got this eight by ten booth and we're taking up like the whole aisle here with this yeah, you should and benny's gonna come by we're just gonna have a really really fabulous time so take care everyone make yourselves a great day and remember you have the power to get rid of those energy vampires see you tomorrow